0: Hello everybody and welcome to the the Warning Podcast. This is review number 284 with our review of 300 Rise of an Empire. I'm Christopher Schneezy.
1: I'm Carson Patrick. And I'm Stephen Miller. And
0: if you're joining us for the first time, the the Warning Podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week on the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. This week, this sequel slash prequel slash midquel <laughs> slash like trying to S- saw slash this remake bitch. I think um <laughs> the newest 300 film uh that is you know not being directed by Zack Snyder but uh produced by him um yeah I mean I'm assuming that we were all really excited to see this movie
2: No Oh I couldn't <laughs> wait I just, I had no and that wasn't me being funny that was me being serious Really <laughs> yes <laughs> No, I feel you. I mean, I, after so many after so much joking around for like 20 minutes previously, uh, I'm 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 all serial
1: now. All right. Yeah, yeah I, I think it's serial. safe to
0: assume that. Uh, I mean, I, well, first of all, I'm assuming that we all like in, genuinely enjoyed the first one.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, we we did, but now I'm questioning it. We'll get into that. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so now, now you
0: want to go back and re-look at the. first Yeah. The now I want to
1: go back and see how it's aged
0: gotcha you. Okay, well, I mean, I I we 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 all agree that at the time we definitely enjoyed it. I was a huge fan of it. Um I have it oh, on yeah. Blu-ray. It's one of the few Blu-rays that I own. Um and uh you know, I liked it a lot. When I heard they were making a sequel, it didn't necessarily make sense in my head why we need a sequel for this film. Uh, it seemed like a pretty isolated story to me. Um but uh yeah, here we are and yeah, it is here. That's that I can definitely say that much about it.
1: Yeah, we can all agree that no matter how you feel about this movie, it's definitely there. It was made, yes.
0: <laughs> it happened and we all watched it and we gave it, you know, some of its like forty million dollars that it made this weekend or whatever it was.
1: And cut okay, that's good. That's, that's review <laughs> review finished. And must avoid. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: Spoilers. M- much uh, like <laughs> Much like this lawnmower that decided to start itself up just as we were getting ready to record here this afternoon, uh, which hopefully you guys can't hear. Um, this film. I can't. I can't hear it. This film is a bunch of twirling blades that are incomprehensible, and uh, yes, you wonder why that you have to sit through it for multiple hours at a time.
2: <laughs> That's a good, uh, good metaphor.
0: <laughs> anyways, what do you say, guys? And it was in need
2: of trimming. <laughs> <laughs> need of trimming. Um, Well, there were some some wands that got mowed in this movie. Mm.
0: (laughs) Is that a euphemism for something?
2: Yeah, I think so.
0: (laughs) All right, so uh, what what do you say before we uh, uh, derail this any more than we we currently are? Because I've completely lost track of what the hell's going on. Let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer.
1: Was that a review of the movie or the podcast? (laughs) (laughs) It's it's becoming very meta at this point.
2: I think that was Chris's review.
0: <laughs> but let's go ahead and take a look at the trailer for 300 Rise of an Empire and then come back and let everybody know what we thought.
1: The ecstasy of steel and flesh. The sweat of muscle and
0: rain. Brave 300 are dead. Have I not given enough for your dream of a
2: united Greece, Themistocles? A king.
0: A husband. Avenge him. We chose to die on our feet rather than live on our knees. All right. So that was the trailer for 300 Rise of an Empire. Um, Yeah. So this is
1: a strangely
0: compiled (laughs) film. Uh, Basically. Good luck
1: explaining the plot. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, I'm excited to hear. Yeah, this will be good. (laughs) The the
0: events of 300, which was, you know, Leonidas, you know, bringing a group of 300 people trying to hold off the Persian Empire, basically attacking them um, in this place called the Hot Gates. And it's like, wow, how can these 300 guys like hold off like thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of guys? And Mm -hmm. uh, spoilers for the film 300, they can't, um, they all end up dying. Uh, So this film takes place before, during, and after the events of the original 300, It Starts with about an hour-long explanation of, like, some Mm -hmm. fight that we don't technically really get to see and how that really pissed off this uh, Persian dude, and now that led to the events of 300. And now that all the 300 people have died, uh, maybe that will be the rallying cry that will get, you know, all of Greece to come together to help try to stop the Persians. And, uh, yeah, a lot of slow-mo, a lot of... uh, cg blood and a lot of you know boat naval warfare happening in this film <laughs> mm. and uh if and, you and chose... other
1: naval warfare it was <laughs> as thrilling as master and commander <laughs> <laughs> was that a, was that a diss <laughs> yeah that movie was badass dude
2: that was more badass than this movie well that
0: that that is that is neither here nor there um mm, that's true yeah thanks for that one steven um but <laughs> Why don't you, Carson, start us off and uh, let us know if there was a single part of this film that worked for you in any way.
2: Well, I will give you a C-plus for trying to explain the plot of this movie. <laughs> uh, that was uh, probably as good as it's
1: going to get. Um, so C-plus is as good as it's going to get? Yes, exactly. <laughs> what what kind of curve are you grading on? Uh, I think, uh, I mean... I, I mean if, better... if we're grading on the 300 curve, you should get like an A-plus. <laughs> probably, yeah. <laughs> um...
2: Yeah. uh, Well, first, I'll say that uh, I think um, I don't think Zack Snyder gets enough credit for the first 300. I think that uh, I think that movie, you know, was a first for many reasons. Uh, One, it really put him on the map, and two, I mean, he created a whole new style uh, for this type of genre, and uh, you know, it was like. It was like the Wachowskis with Bullet Time or uh, James Wan with uh, the hyperkinetic saw, uh, you know, that that whole uh, style. Yeah. Uh, You know, he really created something that has been uh, thoroughly ripped off since. So uh, the fact that we're getting a sequel seven years after the fact is... um, you know, it shows up, it's late to the party, and now it feels just like a clone of 300 instead of a legitimate sequel. And the way that they chose to do uh, the sequel, uh, I don't know why they did, because it doesn't really make a whole lot of sense. And, uh, you know, it, it kind of goes along with the, the Pat Oswalt joke about, like, I don't really want to know where the things that I love come from. Um, because there's John a lo- Yeah, John Voight's balls. Uh, yeah, and uh, you know, it's you can apply that to to many other things, but I think definitely, you know, like Chris kind of mentioned, like three hundred. This acts as a prequel, a sidequel, or whatever, and <laughs> a direct sequel to three hundred, and that really brings it down. And I think. And I don't know, even if they did, like, a, just a direct sequel, I still don't think it would have lived up to uh, to the first movie.
0: Well, no, like, I, I'm not even convinced that the studio wasn't arguing over whether to do a prequel or a sequel. And at the end, they were just like, F it, let's we'll slam those bitches together and yeah, make no, one it, movie.
1: Everything.
2: It's almost like they couldn't make up their mind. Because I think I remember hearing, you know, back when they... Because right when the movie came out, like, it made a crap ton of money, and immediately became, you know, like this pop culture phenomenon, and uh, I mean, again, another first for this movie was that, like, it established the beginning of March as a tentpole release, like that, that wasn't thing that it did and, uh, it, it also, you know, it gave us all those, like, quotable, like memorable lines that we're still talking about now, I feel like or, or can still remember, at least <laughs> and, I, and I think that this movie doesn't really have any of that like and and like you said yeah it's almost like they they thought well we want to have like a little bit of both because we want to figure out like you know like where xerxes came from and and what was going on here and like we want to we want to know like what they're going to do after the fact and it's just very very muddled and uh it's very boring too like not not so much not not as boring as something like pompeii but uh it was uh, it definitely dragged on like those those battle sequences all sort of blurred together after a while, and um, I feel like that the first three hundred had like a a fantasy comic book vibe to it, and uh, this one sort of like eschewed that and had just like the gritty. It's almost it it almost felt like three hundred was. The or this was like a remake of 300, more than a an actual sequel or whatever.
1: Maybe because he mentioned that there were 300 people like 80 times in this movie. Yeah, like it, I mean, like and and that and it goes down to like the fact that like the the
2: cast in this movie, aside from Ava Green, who I think is uh, probably the best person in this movie, and I think her character was definitely interesting. Like it, they could have, no. they could. I, I disagree. Well, they could have done. I
1: mean, come on, dude. Like she's the oh, most Oh, yeah, they could have just made her hypersexualized. Oh wait, no, that's exactly but what But she's they the did. most interesting. <laughs> no,
2: she's the she's the most interesting in the fact that she's probably like the best actor in this movie. Like she I, has I would
0: say I was most interested in her. That doesn't make her the most interesting.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> no, but I'm just saying that like my point is that aside from her character, uh, she's kind of bringing like an energy to it like it's very low. I mean, she's not given anything really to work with. But, like, aside from when compared to, like, the main guy in this movie, like, she's way better. But uh, in terms of, like, the, in terms of, like, the, the, you know, the, the the warriors in the film, like, the, like, the main dude and all, like, the supporting characters, like, they don't have the, the, like, gravitas that, uh, that G Butts had and, and some of the actors in the, in the first movie, like, they just don't have that presence. Yeah. Um, and it comes off as, you know, amateur hour.
0: It feels like they got the extras from 300 to play the, yeah, the like main. Yeah, like they
2: were like the dudes movie. in yeah. the back or something. Um and you know, we get we get s- some of the characters from the first movie, but like Lena Headey really, I mean, she's basically a cameo. She doesn't really do much. And uh the one dude with the the one eye, like he does he's also like just cameo. It's almost as like, oh hey, remember these guys? Here they are again.
0: Well, yeah. I I don't know, man. I mean, Half the movie he has to act with one eye and half the movie he has to act with two eyes. I mean he really is playing two roles. You gotta give him some credit <laughs> yeah, for that. that's
1: pretty difficult. Yeah, but I mean if you look back I heard on he's the... a method actor and he you... kept one eye closed the whole time.
2: <laughs> if you look back on the first movie though, and you know, you've got like Gerard Butler giving all those awesome speeches and you've got people like Fastbender saying that they're gonna fight in the shade and killing that dude with the the whip and stuff. I mean there really is like it's night and day between the the original and and the sequel.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
2: Yeah. And and I think uh I think I, I guess you know Ava Greed's character could have been something a lot more she's given like zero to do but in a movie that's pretty lame all around, at least she comes out somewhat okay but uh i mean i was just trying to like grasp onto anything in this movie because <laughs>
1: yeah, well, she she showed a few things to grasp onto. <laughs> <laughs> uh <laughs> yes uh but
2: um yeah like i, I just think that you know I, I feel like i didn't hate the movie i feel like i i would have liked it more or i would have rather have hated the movie because at least i would have felt emotion toward it like i just felt like the I had no reaction to it, like it's one of these other movies that's kind of like the hobbit where there's so much effort and so much time and money being put into this uh this product and it's yielding like zero results yeah and uh so I
1: don't know it's just uh it's a it's a waste of time let's just put it that way
0: uh, well, Stephen, what did you think of this
1: yeah, so I'll one up you and say I just plain hated this movie <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> So I'm, I'm very glad that, uh, so I just moved to San Francisco, uh, and there's this theater, the Sundance Kabuki theater nearby, which, uh, lets you buy alcohol and good food and stuff and bring it into the theater. Right. And I'm very glad I had an arrogant bastard with me when I, <laughs> when I had to sit through this thing. Cause I, for one thing, so my friend and I got in like five minutes late. So you mentioned like, seeing boobs at the beginning, and I missed that part. <laughs> oh, you missed that? Oh, no. The slow when I, when motion floppy in, boobs for no reason. W- when I came in, it was in, like, the middle of a description of a battle where <laughs> one guy whose name I don't remember kills another guy whose name I don't remember. Well, that could have been any part of the movie. And well, then
0: well, just sees. so you know, that 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 the, the part you missed was still part of that same description, so...
2: <laughs> but <laughs> honestly, like,
1: honestly, like, the first 20 minutes was voiceover like it w- it recapping. Was, I I mean and I I just came in and like I understand I was late, but the pacing I had no idea what was going on for the first 20 minutes. Like why am I listening to this story? Why do I why do I care what's happening? Who's narrating this anyway? <laughs> I, yeah, it was, it was super dull. And I mean it's just all the whole movie is just so dull. It it really feels like a uh, like the cinematics of a video game when like <laughs> when you're about to get to take control of the character only you never do it's just like (laughs) like this lame bland fighting i mean the boat fighting like maybe maybe a boat fanatic will find their tactics (laughs) interesting yeah to me to me i couldn't even tell what was going on like oh they're fighting a big army wait oh they rammed into them was that clever? Like, nobody's done that before? Oh, I don't care. We're done now. Oh, <laughs> it, are... it really
2: didn't feel like they had any of... <laughs> they have sort swords
1: of... for some reason. They're on a boat and they have swords. Like, I, don't... I, I just don't... It really didn't feel like they had any kind of strategic tactics whatsoever. Yeah, I didn't get it. I mean, they tried, they tried to have meaningful moments. Like, they wanted to have a quotable line uh, the way, f- you know, uh, the first movie had, this is Sparta and we will fight them in the shadow or whatever he's tonight we dine in hell and all our arrows will will blot out the sun this when he tried to do it like the one he said i'd rather and i already finished the line along with him like like die on my feet than live on my knees like like that's how bland this movie is like you know exactly what line he's going to say before he says it like there's no there's nothing surprising or hoorah or energetic there's no one to root for um no it was when it tried to be emotional like like this guy dies and they try to do some lost in translation thing where you can't hear what he whispers to (laughs) him (laughs) (laughs) you're talking about the the one character death that you can see coming from like ten thousand, like from the second they show up on screen yeah yeah. it's like well whenever he finally reveals later what he said and it's like like bullshit like nobody cares (laughs) Yeah, yeah it's like wow i don't care at all yeah i mean not to mention, like the huge, the flaws that almost make me want to go back and crap on the first movie. Like I need to rewatch it. I mean, the way, the violence, like the excess of it, has not aged well at all. Like I think, I think that style of like blood and slow mo was cool when it came out because it was new, and now it just feels like like lingering and stupid. I mean, like people's heads are getting cut off and blood flies everywhere fire it explodes we're in like ancient greece and things are exploding like a bomb like i don't (laughs) i I don't understand how that's happening um the female like everything about this movie is so blatantly like like hoorah man hyper sexualized violence (laughs) you know the the moment you see that it's a female villain you know like she's gonna have sex with someone you're gonna see her boobs Mm -hmm. for sure like there's no way. They're, they're going to show rape and, like, linger on it in, like, a violent kind of, like, manly way. I, it well, was really creepy. I think Chris de- will defend the uh, strong female characters <laughs> in, uh, in these situations. Yeah. I, what's really terrible, too, is that there's that one feminist test, right, of whether a movie passes. And it involves whether it has, m- like, multiple female characters yeah, yeah. who aren't related to just a man. The Bechdel test the, or whatever? This mov- yeah, the Bechdel test. And this movie would pass that, and that's really <laughs> terrifying to me. It, I mean, I, I was just in, I was embarrassed. There were many times where I audibly – like, I'm not one to talk during movies. I don't like those kind of people. Uh, but I audibly would say, like, oh, come on, are you kidding me? <laughs> Drunk in, Steven heckling the yeah, movie. Yeah, <laughs> heckling, drinking a beer, trying to make it through this movie. It was, it was not good. Chris, how do you feel?
0: <laughs> well, normally in a review of this sort, this would be the point where I try to defend the movie against you guys, but that's yes. not that's not gonna happen. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> um, yeah, this movie is not good. Like by the point in time that Stephen had walked into his theater, I was like, so this is what this is gonna be. <laughs> like it was pretty clear from the like just okay so the 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 whole post pre mid thing that's going on and i'm not talking about the bible <laughs> like like <laughs> the like when when that the the way that's built in the story i was almost convinced halfway through this film that it was going to end at the same exact point that 300 ends and they were just leading into another movie oh, that, that they were been going to make like way i was stupid i was really confused at like why like I was like, is the, there's no way the movie's gonna end here? Is the movie gonna end here? And then it didn't end. I'm like, it could have ended there. <laughs> um,
2: I think people that would have been really dumb.
0: But like, like to 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 key in on stuff that both you two have said, um, like the, um, the original 300, like what Zack Snyder was doing was translating like images from the graphic novel into film. Like, he was yeah. trying to mimic the pages of the graphic novel in video, and that is why it was amazing. This film looks like they're trying to mimic the screen grabs from a video game, like, say, Rise on Xbox One or something like that, where, like, they're they're, they're trying to take, uh, like, the... Zack Snyder was doing things and, like, you know, uh, Carson, you were talking about, like, the the camera tricks and everything they were doing. Like, they were setting up scenarios, painstakingly, that they could film and do, like, all the speed ramping and, like, bouncing back and forth between two cameras that are zoomed in at different, like, lengths and editing that together and doing really incredible stuff. It is very, very clear in this film that there are huge segments of fight scenes that are completely CG. Like, just the, the camera spinning around um, doing weird things, the movements of the character are clearly not human beings doing those movements, and it it goes, it it basically becomes the Burly Brawl, um, from, like, the crappy versions of the Matrix, and, like, you are like, okay, well, you took this thing that did visually striking things and used CG to enhance that, but it did a lot of cool in-camera, um, things to... Show you something you would never seen before This is trying to copy that in the worst way Like you didn't even bother setting up Like I know Carson is the one that always complains About things not being practical But like the source material they're copying from Was practical in a time Where CG was available to them (laughs) Like Mm -hmm. this is not like a difference Between something being made in the 80s And something being made now And now they're like well we don't have to do puppets So we're going to do real things Like this is somebody choosing For absolutely no reason than trying to one up the source material to use cg fighting that doesn't need to be there like uh, we saw from 300 how awesome you could do do tricks with just the camera and the way how many different cameras you're using and things like that so it's like i can't understand for the life of me why the choice was made to do some of this fake combat that they do that like takes it from being like a hyper stylized reality to being a video game that you're watching the cutscene for
2: i mean the only explanation i could think of is that it's not Zack snyder and uh i don't know like i i I, because i like i i was saying that's why i felt like the the sequel felt completely different tonally it didn't have that sort of comic book vibe it felt it felt more realistic like in terms of like anytime you know someone got stabbed with a sword or had their arm sliced off the blood was more, like, realistic-looking. They were trying to make it, you know... And, and I think that that sort of detracted. That made it feel more like a video game and not, like, the source material.
1: Yeah. Maybe, though. I, I also wonder if the source material, it worked because it was new and we hadn't seen in any of it before. Well, also that, like, too. I like, mean. like, case in point, I mean, the character of Xerxes, in the first movie, I remember thinking, you know, he's, like way too tall to be a person and he his voice is deep and in the first movie i found him genuinely unsettling like whoa like this is this is like hyper real like this is a comic book this is crazy and in this movie i was just like groaning like that's a dude in drag he's supposed to be scary like this is stupid why am i supposed to care about any of this like I, i don't know whatever shock there was in the type of violence and the type of uh like the style of the camera was completely gone for this movie. And and what I'm wondering is if I watched the original now, if I would still have that feeling, I, I'm sure the original is better. Don't get me wrong. But I wonder how much would be lost if like, I don't have that, that thrill of discovery anymore watching it again. But
2: I, I still think that like just the imagery and everything from that movie holds up. Like I, I think that it was a very visually striking you know, piece of work, and I think that, you know, like like Chris was saying, like they were translating the pages of the graphic novel to the screen,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and here it just didn't feel like that. It just felt like that they were making a big CGI movie. Um, it didn't really feel cohesive. Like it, like watching Three Hundred, you felt like, okay, yes, the actors are real. They're clearly standing in front of green screens or whatever, but. There was sort of that kind of like dreamy, hyper-real nature, and it fit. Like it, it. After a while, you were watching it, and it and it feels real. You know, like it. It sort of becomes, uh, you know, has this becomes this realistic feeling, and in the sequel, it just feels like yeah, we're just watching people on a soundstage, a fight in front of a greet screen. Mm-hmm. But,
0: but it's also, like, the the scale is completely different in the films, too. Because, like, in the first one, like, you know, we know it's called 300. We know there's 300 guys that are, like, part of the Spartan crew. And they're going to go fight, like, hundreds of thousands of, of, of guys, right? Um, in that context, like, they're, like 300 is a very, very, very finite number. Like, you are like, okay, 300 is, you know, like, I, I can picture 300 people. We get to see them. And them fighting hundreds of thousands, like, the the scale of, like, it's not just like, oh, they have five men for every one of ours, but we still have 10,000 men, so, you know, they just have, you know, that many more than we do. Like, that that kind of scale doesn't translate as much. Like, when you see, you know, 5,000 ships on the sea, that seems intimidating, but when they only ever attack with six ships at once, that ceases to be, like, intimidating because it's really just them sitting on a hill, like not really doing anything, and you just knowing that, oh, well, if we beat these guys, then more will come later. In 300, there are literally scenes where waves of guys, you know, almost equivalent to, like, like World War Z status, where it's just, like, men in a sea, rolling over the hill, running towards these 300, and only because they are, like, super skilled at battle and super strong can they even... Like, hold these guys off, and the fact that they only fight in these like perfect formations that allow them to protect everybody while attacking the enemy. Like, they, when you hear about Spartan strategic combat, that actually plays out in front of you in a way that you can like understand and comprehend about how like one soldier is protecting the soldier next to him while he's fighting over here, and how like they're all working as one unit. In this, when you hear about their like, this guy is like the most, you know, brilliant naval strategist that this chick has ever seen. Like, how can they possibly <laughs> defeat his circle? Yeah. Like w- covered wagon attack force, like it. <laughs> yeah. It there's no. You never
2: really, you never really see it come into play. Like you never really see why what makes him so good at what he does. Yeah, yeah.
0: You just see him like, and and even if I go, oh, that that's right. Like it makes sense that if you you know form with your sides to them, making an easy target. You, and the last second, if you, you pull hit away. Boats, they go down.
1: Yeah, to like the <laughs> extent that I understood. It's <laughs> like bumper cars. But even, even <laughs> if
0: you're like, okay, I'll I'll I'll. You know, I'll give them that. Like this, this you know, being horizontal to the or being perpendicular to the attacking force allows you to quickly move out of the way, and you can you can move to the side faster than they can. Like change direction in their ship. Like maybe okay, that's fine. But like, I I I'm pretty sure boats that weigh that much, no matter how many people below deck you have, can't go from moving zero to f- top speed. In like four strokes of your of your people, like <laughs> okay, I don't what? care if you are Greek, uh, <laughs> you know, soldiers or whatever. Like you can't paddle your boat that fast, no. I mean, right?
1: I don't think so. No, it, it was totally unrealistic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was it was dumb. Not
2: that not that these movies should have realism, but I mean, come on. No. The,
0: the other thing too is like we've been talking about how it feels like it's just trying to be a remake of of the original Three Hundred. Now, like in the original Three Hundred. You know, not that I'm opposed to seeing, like, glistening male bodies running around all sweaty on screen, but, like, there was at least a context for that. Whether or not that was true to life, the way I understood from the film is that, like, literally they're just so badass, they don't need to wear armor, and anything that they would wear would just, like, slow them down, so they're going to strip down to as little as possible and just carry a sword, a spear, and a shield, and that's all they need. Like, I am totally fine with that. Like, I bought into that, whether or not that's true. This no, state, I,
2: I think that's historically accurate. Oh, I think mm-hmm. they actually fought without uh, pants. Like, they fought
1: naked And almost. I think they did glisten. I think people talked about
0: that. Yes. <laughs> well, e- either way, like, my, my point is that, like, I'm, I'm totally on board. That, that 100% makes sense to me in the context of what they've taught me a Spartan is. But in teaching me that the Spartans were like that, what they have taught me is that the rest of Greece was not like that so the fact that like all of these greek soldiers who constantly tell everybody that they're not spartans that they're just you know like members of these different places in greece like you know we're trying to unify greece and the spartans won't fight with us that's the whole entire freaking movie and everybody's happy that leonidas and the three hundred died because that means maybe the rest of the spartans who weren't in that fight because of whatever reason the oracles gave them not to fight i forget um that maybe they'll rally behind them now that they're all dead like why are all the regular Greek soldiers fighting almost naked? Like, there is no historical reason or even a context in this film that explains why they're not wearing their classic, like, linen dress skirt thing with, like, the armor-plated <laughs> chest and, like, the armor-plated shoulders. And, like, there there's no context for them wanting to dress like Spartans. Like, maybe they thought that, like, well, if we take off all our clothes the way the Spartans did, we'll achieve the same result as
2: them yeah dude it's like when baseball teams put on the retro uniforms to you know Mm. but but
0: they don't put on the retro uniforms of other teams (laughs) (laughs) that's true that's the point
1: i'm trying to make um i mean honestly i couldn't even feel the distinction between the spartans and the greeks in this movie no i thought
2: they they seemed completely the same oh
1: they They seemed different to me
0: i mean this the greeks were clearly (laughs) terrible
2: well, yeah, they were—they weren't as uh, skilled of fighters. They but, also uh, constantly
0: reminded us that we're well, just farmers. I don't know why they had that. Yeah, they're, accent, we're but...
2: poets and sculptors. Mm.
0: <laughs> Basically, the monuments men were trying to hold out the Persians. Mon-
2: <laughs> that would have been a more interesting movie if, uh, like, Bill Murray and uh, you know some like just regular schmoes were trying to fight. Uh, a, We've got to huge...
1: save Plato's works before they're destroyed by
2: exactly, 30. yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, and. Uh, beyond that, too, there's this one scene I just want to talk about real fast that was, like, we always talk about things that, you know, seem to defy laws of physics. Like, in every war movie ever, there's this point where, like, the good guys are down some hill from the enemy, and the enemy comes up over a ridge, and then somebody gets really scared and gives a speech, and the enemy comes rolling down the ridge on their horses and come to assault the good guys, right? Right. For some reason, there was this giant swell in the ocean that was like a thousand foot elevation climb of a wave that was just not moving at all, but that the boats, the enemy boats had to go up over the ridge and then ride this huge swell down. And when they got to the battle, there was no waves. Like it wasn't like this big wave went all the way to shore. (laughs) It was just a mountain in the ocean of water for no reason at all that all the ships had to ride down to recreate every single battle scene from every other movie that doesn't take place on the ocean. Did you guys catch that?
2: No, yes. I I think I was
1: just wanting to leave by then. <laughs> I, I caught it, but I, I think for me it was more generally they tried to make boat fighting feel like normal <laughs> They tried land to make it badass. <laughs> yeah, they, no, they tried to make it feel like regular land fighting. <laughs> yeah. And it didn't make any sense to me at all. No, it was f- all. completely stupid.
0: What, what it looked like is remember back in the old days of like playing Quake or whatever and you would hack the resource files so that you could like put like – the you know one piece of one element into another piece of the game and like basically break the game but make it look silly and you can run around with like a giant eyeball head on your soldier dude Um, oh
2: totally yeah (laughs) half-life yeah we all did that
1: yeah (laughs) dude steven i know you did something like that (laughs) yeah okay i did
0: (laughs) uh well it feels it feels like they like okay well we have this cg sequence of this battle that goes on but unfortunately it's on land They're like well why don't you just like swap out the land for ocean and then just run the same simulation oh oh, and you know like these giant siege engines we'll just replace those with a boat and uh yeah can, can you run that for me oh nailed it okay let's just print that beautiful, send that beautiful
1: can we make the ocean made out of legos Southern <laughs> yes. movie did that, <laughs> <laughs> now that would we're all about awesome. other movies
0: lego 300 I, movie
2: i, I well, i'd watch the shit out of that I think I have to, you know, I have to give my obligatory uh, statement on the uh, shaky cam in this movie. Um, it was uh, not appealing, and uh, <laughs> I I didn't even notice it. I think it was the least well, of my concerns. Yeah. I think it goes it goes back to you know giving credit to Zack Snyder on the first movie, and that the way that that movie is shot is very fluid and uh, static, and um, in this movie they kind of replace. That fluidity with just shaky cam, and it looks like crap, and it just—it's weird because like they were trying to mimic the style of Snyder, and then it just just looked really terrible. It was not up to par at all. Well, yeah,
0: it's because they were doing too much full CG stuff. Like, if, yeah, if, yeah. If you think of in at the end of Sucker Punch, there's that train sequence, right? And it's like this stitched together one take of them fighting right, in this car, right? Right? Yeah, yeah. And we saw the unfinished shot, and from that. All the act- actresses in the film in that scene were, were real, really yeah. there. The camera yeah. was dancing around them in a, in, a, in a green screen car and they were actually being a thrown against stuff and falling and right. getting up and doing stuff as the camera moved It was around just them.
2: it was stitched together for when they added in on the CG. yeah yeah to uh, mimic the one take yeah
0: yeah and in this film when they do that, it, it's like the going into the shot. Is real people running at each other, and then from the moment the fight starts, it's clearly CG. You can tell by, like, the way the body's like uh, – Yeah. Like, it just looks like it's, like, really weird animation. You're like, okay, that's clearly not a human being moving that way. But you well, watch it's like them. the yeah. – yeah. Sorry, go ahead. I, I was just saying, like, you, you watch the way the camera dances around these fake people, and that's why you get that weird look because they're trying to recreate something – without doing the process that was used to recreate it. They're just trying to do something that they see as being analogous with it and yeah. mimicking other things, too, and it just doesn't work out.
2: Well, I was just going to say, the I think the, probably the perfect example of that is uh, when the guy jumps off the cliff onto the boat and it, like, falls him down. Yeah. Like, that would that mm-hmm. just looked like a total
1: video game move. Yeah. It felt like the worst scenes of Spider-Man.
2: Yeah, and, and like and like
0: I
1: nev- yeah, it just didn't look good.
0: Like I, I never saw Quantum of Solace, but I always loved in the trailer that scene where they go through that. They yeah, go through the the, like, the the glass on the top of the building or whatever. Yeah, they
2: fall through like the construction thing. Yeah, and
0: the camera goes over the edge. It goes over the falls with them and kind of follows them down. And like, yeah. I I don't know how much of that was real and how much of that was extra work or whatever. But like, it's clear that there is like. There, there's something there like the fall is happening and they're doing whatever they need to capture that in this he jumps off and then he kind of freeze frames in that same position and like it's clear that like the guy himself is now paused and yeah. like the camera is moving and then it's picking up again and finishing the animation like nobody jumps and holds that position in the air while no. falling and then changes their position like at the end of, like it, it, there was just something really weird about it it didn't. It just didn't jive right. They they were breaking some sort of like reality there, and just something weird happened that wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't buying it.
2: I mean, it, that and visually, this movie just looks. It looks. That's why it feels like a clone of three hundred instead of a, a, a legitimate sequel. Is that? It just. It, they tried to do the same, but then they also tried to I Guess they they thought they were switching it up by having maybe mm-hmm. like you know oh we're gonna have it all dark. Greys and blues instead of like swathy golden hues or whatever, but uh, it ended up just feeling like it was a, a ripoff. It yeah. like honestly, Immortals felt more like a direct like a legitimate 300 sequel than than this movie. It, it did. <laughs> yeah. Meet the Spartans was probably a better, whoa. <laughs> better sequel. Whoa, that is a bold claim. Speaking but of yeah, trolling, I, yeah, that's a yeah, that's I'm an trolling. IMDb message board comment. <laughs> Should but I yeah, bring no.
1: my five-year-old daughter to see three hundred? <laughs> the, right the classic IMDb troll. Yeah, I
0: think even she would hate it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she might like the floppy boobs, you know, three D floppy boobs. And can we? So we we don't need to really talk about it, but I just have to point out there's a scene toward like the later middle of the movie, a uh, a confrontation between the guy and the female villain. Mm-hmm which turns into, an, a, like, a violent sex scene while they're talking. Right. And to me, that was just the epitome of, like, excess and stupidity of this movie. That was the like, epitome of, like, male fantasy bonerism. No, exactly. Like, th- that had to be the only thing they were going for, is let's no. try to get everyone in this audience turned on. Let's get all the fanboys like, excited. Now, now here's, like, this, here's the this question. Is the dream.
0: Here's a question for you, Steven. Was that the epitome of it? Or was the epitome the payoff line that comes, like, 30 minutes later?
2: Oh, yeah. At the end. Oh, that
1: was good. Yeah, when it's, like, ugh. I mean, even the, even the mechanics of that scene, like, how did he go from zero to 60 in, like, two seconds Dude. while they're <laughs> – The whole a time, soldier. like, after after that scene ended, I was, like, the only thing I could
2: think of was, like, uh, did he finish? Like, I, I, yeah, I would I be know. worried – I think, I, it, it, I think it was clear
0: that, that, it. that, it, that he, he bailed out partway through and was like, nope, this isn't going to happen.
2: That's a, his balls were bluer than this movie. <laughs> yeah,
0: and, and just like the ships, that's how he went uh, from, from zero to 60 yes, in two exactly, seconds. He, had, yeah. he has 80 little Greeks inside him just pumping with battles.
1: Right. <laughs> slaves cracking <laughs> up. On crack the Greek up. side,
0: I don't think they were slaves. It was just the Persians that had the slaves.
1: Yeah,
2: I think the Greeks actually had soldiers that yeah, were. Yeah, the Greeks, oh, okay. you were
0: never even shown the people below deck. That's how, uh, how, whatever they are. They're
2: just, they're just super trained. Super buff. Yeah, if
0: you yeah, don't, I, if you don't, like, win your, your combat test during the year, you get placed in rowing duty.
1: Yeah. Like, I, I just don't know. They're all the rejects. I, I don't know how the actors could even, like, Feel okay about themselves after doing a scene like that. Like I feel like I would go home in such like shape. Like if my wife asked me how the day was, I'd be like, "Uh, "Let's just not talk about it." like, (laughs) "Well,
0: I couldn't give the right face, so they made me do this over and over and over again." I had to turn
1: tricks in the studio to to get my paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) It was, yeah, that was one of my more egregious audible like. No, no, come on <laughs> And then so Don't next he was either. like Yes, yes <laughs> Yeah, all Hon- the 12 year old uh, boys were going crazy in the- Right,
2: no, I honestly feel like That they made this movie for 12 year old boys And not regular Adults mm-hmm. Like, I-, I feel like you could argue the same thing about the first movie But I felt like at least like, We were closer to 12 then <laughs> Yeah, no, well like, I mean, dude I remember like, 300 is like the only movie That my dad saw in theaters Twice, like more than once and I, I feel like you know he'd probably just dismiss the sequel if he saw it um so i feel like it like it had like at least uh, they were reaching for like a a little bit broader of an audience in 300 like i felt like it, it it appealed to the fanboys as well as people who weren't exactly you know into the you know in that area and and uh yeah i think it hit like it was able to hit like a lot of demos and this movie, I feel like it's just they're trying to just go for the fanboy base, and that's it. It, 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 it just seems—it yeah. seems like
1: the just the epitome of like repressed male aggression. Yeah, like we're gonna have a lot of blood, and they're gonna be buff dudes. But the guy that's in drag, he's the bad guy. We're gonna kill him. Oh, and the girl, she's super sexual and hot. Oh, they're gonna have sex. Yeah, it's gonna be really good, really good. <laughs> but then we ram them. We ram, ram, ram. Like <laughs> it's
2: basically just like uh. Even though the movie was rated R, I felt like it was really tame. Like I felt like it still was like a a really tame version of Game of Thrones or something.
0: Yeah, <laughs> including giant seas of flame,
2: in- including like Lena Heady and uh, the boobies. But uh, no, I was gonna say something about uh, Xerxes because like when you mentioned him again, Stephen, mm-hmm. that you know you you mentioned that he you know he was very intimidating in the first movie, and here he's just like kind of silly um and and i think that's true i think that the movie doesn't really know like who the actual villain is like i felt like in the in 300 you know the, the villain is xerxes and uh that's it and here it's like there's xerxes and we find out like how he became xerxes and then there's ava green and then like there's another like king darius who died and then there's you know then they can't make up their mind who's the actual hero. Is it, like, wannabe G-Butts? Is it Lena Hetty? Is it, like, the sculptor guy? I don't know. You know what I mean? Like the, yeah, I just felt like they they were juggling a lot more characters, and um, they really didn't know who to focus on. Yeah. So that that was not a, uh, a plus. And, 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 I, and 300 was just, you know, it was very streamlined, very simplified. You know, the heroes are the Spartans. There's 300 of them. And the villains are the Persians, and there's a shit ton of them, and the guy is a crazy god dude with a bunch of piercings, and he's got, like, you know, an orgy tent with a goat man playing a flute. (laughs) Uh, Which I was very disappointed that the goat man did not make an appearance in this movie. They could have used some goat man playing the flute. Well, they they could only get Quasimodo back. Yeah, we got Hunchback Man back, but uh, none of the other, like, weird creatures or anything. And that's, again, that's why I felt like the... uh, it didn't feel like it had that fantasy element in this movie. It it, it felt like they kind of stripped that away to be like, ah, oh, this is real. Like boats, really slamming into each other. Uh, <laughs> it's like no, dude, you're not Game of Thrones. And uh, yeah.
0: You know. You know what else is kind of. I'm just stupid? gonna stop
2: there, like how he stopped in the sex scene.
0: Well, like you know, what I just realized too that um, you know. Supposedly, you know, our 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 supposed hero is this genius strategist um, when it comes to uh, you know combat and stuff. And the way I see it, uh,
2: combat? Did you say combat? Okay, <laughs> combat. combat, combat.
0: Okay, okay. easy, combat. Carson. Okay. Um, but the way I see it is when you have okay. So in the first film, you know, there was three hundred guys versus hundreds of thousands of men. Okay. Mm-hmm. So their strategy was to. Take them at the hot gates, which is an area where there's this very narrow passageway where they, you know, you know, you can take a hundred thousand guys and try to throw them at the hot gates, but the problem is that you know only a subset of those people can be actually technically fighting at any one time because there's literally not enough space. So, mm-hmm. in this film, we have a small army of Greek soldiers. They're more than three hundred, but uh, compared to the enemy, that they might as well be three hundred rather than take your 50 boats and travel out to sea to take on 5000 boats why wouldn't you just stay on the shore where you can only land say 20 boats at a time and then fight them on land
1: i don't i don't even understand the idea of boat fighting <laughs> like i said before it just doesn't seem like it it would end it well seem for like either party right yeah.
2: yeah i i i don't we need a, a like a greek historian to, to call in and, and tell us why that
1: plan would not be sound. Yeah, yeah, we'll ask him about the horse riding on the boat and yeah, how that that's went that's possible.
2: Down. Also, we should ask them if uh, the Greeks did dress like that, or did they just uh, do it for the movie because they wanted to have more oh, they oh, def- sh- shirtless them, men. They definitely didn't dress like that.
1: explode in the water if you throw a torch at them. Well, well it was covered in tar, so... The tar, explode. Uh, the the boat uh, yeah. the
0: boat didn't explode. It was the turtle backpack with the explosives in it.
2: Oh, that's right. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Yeah. She shot the arrow on the. It was the, basically remember in
0: uh, in the two towers when like they kept like trying to you know. They Fight off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 trying to 9-11. is that what you? Said? Sorry, the two, the two uh, towers. <laughs> uh,
2: Lord of the Rings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Yeah.
1: Not not remember me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a callback
1: that, that was a callback to a conversation you weren't <laughs> privy to
2: uh
0: here i am trying to be serious and here you are derailing it's
2: an inside joke that only <laughs> the three of us and i do not even pick up on it that's the best part uh,
1: um
0: anyways helm's deep and then the guy's running and they're trying to explode the wall so that the soldier you know what i'm talking about
1: yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Thank-
2: Legolas was surfing down the stairs yeah <laughs>
0: how can we forget
2: yes. i think that's the description of every that's that's a description of all of his movie. all of his scenes in the hobbit is him surfing on stuff yeah cg legolas surfing on stuff yeah that's pretty lame i like uh practical legolas better yeah
0: <laughs> i like practical kate from lots better too i prefer
2: <laughs> elizabeth town legolas <laughs> fiasco legolas i i like i like fiasco legolas too yeah <laughs>
0: All right. Well, are we done with all our inside jokes?
1: Okay. Wait. So, I what think? was Chris gonna say? Or yeah. Were well, you we done. What? No, you were you were just saying that they do a similar thing in the Battle of Helm's Deep. In Helm's Deep. Yeah. 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 yeah I
0: was saying that it's not completely unreasonable that a guy wearing some sort of like bomb type backpack could have yeah. it set off by a flaming arrow.
2: Yeah. Sure, I Although don't. I don't think it would have been like because it looks like a mushroom cloud. Yeah. Ava Green totally <laughs> does like a. She totally does like a cool cool people don't look at explosions. She, like, turns around while it's, like, you know, mushrooming behind her. Yes. Boom. All right, well. Well, I think we kind of petered out. Should yeah. we, uh, much like our hero. <laughs> our our Roman soldiers are, are getting tired.
0: All right, so. Greeks, you...
2: I guess they're Greek. I, you know, whatever. They're all the same.
0: Uh, that's, yeah, the same difference, right? Yeah, yeah, same, yeah same, thing. same thing, you know. Romans have arches, Greeks have gods, but they're basically the same people. Yeah,
1: they're, they're the both, same. They're both buff, glistening, you know, yeah. both the same people. All
0: yeah. right, well, before we get too crazy here, let's go ahead and just get to um, the verdict, which I'm sure everybody, if you're still with us, can figure out where we're going to go with this. But, Carson, must see, reckon with a caveat, wait for untold, pass with a caveat, or must avoid?
2: Uh, I can't really give it anything more than a must avoid. I think that... Uh, First 300 was just like a totally badass like you came out feeling like a man and you know it's it's like when you wake up in the morning and you've got like the morning wood that can cut diamond and then this movie <laughs> oh boy this movie is just like a flaccid just dysfunctional <laughs> waste it's of time rising to the level of the movie. it was just a rise of the empire it was not um so yeah it just it really is not like i said a lot of effort being put into it yielding zero results yeah so
0: sort of like eva green uh inviting what's his face onto her boat yeah. <laughs> a lot, <laughs> lot of effort for not enough results
2: yeah yeah no results out of that
1: yeah unfortunately for him
0: <laughs> unfortunately for both of them i'm sure
1: uh, yeah, I guess I mean, we, um, we don't know what he did on the boat ride back.
0: I mean, really, yeah. I mean, it, clearly, she <laughs> finished. is. finished. She is a woman who's so powerful <laughs> and so genius at war strategy that she's not really willing to be taken by a, you know a normal, pure, just random one-off guy. So finally, she had found one person that she was at a match for and was willing to let herself be had by him. I mean, I, really, it's a touching story.
1: It's beautiful. Yeah, <laughs> uh, she's R- just not into Persian. Very romantic. <laughs>
0: Yeah, she's not into the God King. M-
1: must love <laughs> figs. I don't, I don't know what Greeks love. <laughs> must love Persians. I <laughs> must love euros. <laughs> no, they do not love the euros. Uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna jump ahead and give it a give it a must avoid. This was a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna
0: give it a must avoid also. Um, <laughs> yeah even even if if uh, you're really perverted and there's just two reasons why you want to see it you can just wait for the animated gif once it's out on dvd
2: right yeah <laughs> or watch or watch the dreamers you get a lot more ava green in that movie
1: I just realized you were in the saying, comfort of your home. Own home. You were probably saying euro, like the, the food. Yes. I was thinking euro, the currency. Which <laughs> that's what I thought yes. too. Greece has basically. Anyway. <laughs> no, I, I was talking. It, about... It works the, on two levels. I was talking about the food, but <laughs> I your was talking about your the response,
0: cur- yeah. your response, I took as a as a joke, not a confusion.
2: <laughs> no, it was confusion. I was with Stephen. I thought I thought you were talking about the the currency. I didn't even think about the food. Dude, we're we're American, okay? It's Gyro.
1: Yeah.
2: Come on. Oh. Pronouncing it all I love correctly. that video game
1: about the dragon Gyro. Yeah, Gyro's Spyro. good. <laughs> gyro
2: the I think, I wasn't Frodo. He was the voice of Gyro, I think. I think so, yeah.
0: Yeah. Is there actually one called Gyro? Are we talking about Spyro?
1: No, I are talking about Spyro. <laughs> It, this is it, the Greek, Greek I, version of the, Spyro. The Greek
2: dragon is uh, Gyro. Spyro was Spanish. Spyro. Yeah. <laughs> he was a. It was a Cold War spy.
0: I'm so lost <laughs> at what's real and what's a joke now.
2: I think. Uh, I think Spyro is. A, he's a Putin's favorite uh, dragon.
0: <laughs> All right. Anyways. KGB uh, so oh. dragon. I think we're done with this episode. Yeah, uh, I think we're good. Is Carson. Spyro
2: one of the dragons in Game of Thrones? Because I think. Uh, I don't think that's right.
0: I, I don't think it's right. <laughs> Did you just introduce a thing that you didn't even believe yourself? <laughs> I,
2: I, I think uh, I think I saw that theory on IMDb message boards. That, and, were there, uh, were there yeah. like sea monsters in this, by the
1: way? What were those? Well, I think I think, that was I think a it dream. was him like
2: hallucinating okay. or something.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: Because like I actually kind of got excited then. I was like, oh, some, some monsters. And then like he woke up and I was like, oh, I guess that was just supposed to be him having a nightmare. Hmm uh i would have preferred if there were some sea monsters amidst the uh the boat battles
0: yeah i think ava green was the only one that experienced a sea monster
2: (laughs) 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 yeah she really got a taste of that of his uh gyro (laughs) gyro thrust (laughs) let's just call it (laughs) quits it's not even a joke anymore carson
0: Uh, all right where can people find (laughs) you carson
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna
1: take it to the edge and kill it. All right, Stephen, we're jump off like <laughs> jump off like the guy who jumped <laughs> off the cliff onto the me, boat. Go to Twitter S David Miller. <laughs> Other things s David Miller. Yeah. We're good. Just I don't go, need to just say my David it's, Miller.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I have one, it's not existent, so whatever.
0: <laughs> Alright, people can find me at ChristopherInRealLife.com or twitter.com slash you can find the podcast over at thespoilthewarning.com where you can get all the back episodes of the show. You can follow us on Twitter at twitter.com slash spoilerwarning to figure out when these episodes go live or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at the or you can call and leave us a voicemail at 760-575-4TSW. That's 760-575-4879. The music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to 300 Rise of an Empire and hopefully you're enjoying that more than we enjoyed the movie and uh yeah so you guys
2: remember you guys remember the uh the first trailer for 300 the the first movie like i, I think uh they use that uh nine inch nails song like that's definitely an example i know we've talked about like you hear songs that are in trailers or movies and like after that you only think of that movie like in mm-hmm. uh, walter Mitty, like the monsters of men song i like, yeah. only think of a walter Mitty trailer <clears throat> or uh arcade fire and where the wild things are uh i think that that song that nine inch nails song was used so perfectly in that trailer and just i don't know it just it just became one of those things where it just became instantly recognizable or synonymous oh. synonymous with uh
1: slow-mo epic fighting Spartans. i think nine inch nails was always kind of synonymous with that though well, but they oh, they do. If you think yeah, back, like all
0: like awesome trailers, like even Watchmen. Watchmen used Nine Inch Nails song, didn't it?
2: Uh, no, they used that. Uh,
1: it's a Smashing Pumpkins song. Oh yeah, yeah. Three Doors Down is yeah. synonymous with army recruitment videos. <laughs> <laughs> Tool is
0: synonymous with. Uh, with that uh, Resident, Resident Evil. <laughs> Evil,
1: yeah, and uh, Underworld, any of those movies, I guess. Well, there was all also the. Synonymous with, uh, sleeping with zoe de yes exactly
0: but there there was though they the the nine inch Nails song that was used in the uh, terminator salvation trailer which like made for that like, was that one was of my good favorite too. trailers of all time that um, yeah connected to one of my least favorite movies of all time
2: talk about creating a badass trailer and then the movie was like wow opposite yeah yeah i forgot about that trailer that was actually pretty good
0: at least this movie didn't have an awesome trailer that confused us. In the no, it didn't, yeah.
2: <laughs> no. All
0: oh. right, well, uh, guys, what do you say we take off then? Yep. All right. All right, well, thank you guys all for listening, and uh, thank you guys for joining me. Yep. And we, we will this see you next
2: week. This <laughs> is Sparta. Sparta. Sparta.
1: Sparta. Sparta.